Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger, and this is episode number 31. This is being released on Thanksgiving, so if you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you eat all of the delicious food and get to spend time with your loved ones or maybe some friends, maybe you have a Friendsgiving, or maybe you just hang out and just eat, you know, by yourself. Cheers to that too. Whatever floats your boat, but I hope you enjoy the time and have delicious food because, I mean... I love Thanksgiving, and it's delicious, and I eat a really, really lot, and I put myself in a food coma, so I hope you do the same. So, a few things this week before I have my guest on. I have a couple recs for you guys. So, the first one is on Hulu, there's this show, it's a series called Dope Sick. It's very, very intense. It's about the opioid addiction issue and all about how the doctors and salespeople had to explain to their patients about this drug and how easily it was distributed throughout and it's a very very good intense show if you like that type of show and also another recommendation is on peacock if you want some like reality trash tv if you're that you know if you're into that stuff very cavalry. I've been watching. I've been binge watching it. I know some people like hate reality TV. Fine, whatever. But I just so happen to enjoy it. So if you're looking for trash TV, definitely recommend Very Cavalry. So this episode might be a little women catered to women, which a lot of my listeners are women, so it's very very convenient. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode. I hope you enjoy my guest. All right, everyone. So I have a very, very special guest today, all the way from New Zealand. She is the founder and CEO of Maraca Menstrual Cups. Please welcome Swari. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's not a problem. I've been looking forward to this. So happy to be on. Yeah, I'm so excited to pick your brain all about your company and how you started. So let's just get right into you, into it. How did you start this um, career and how did you start this company? Yeah, um, so I started my business in New Zealand under this organization called The Young Enterprise Scheme. And that is an organization that helps um, high school students start their own businesses under the business curriculum, or you can do it as um, a side um, thing. I started my business when I did um, business studies when I was 16. So when I went to an event run by the Young Enterprise Scheme, we were thinking of, I had a team at that time, we were thinking of an idea about what we would do to run it, what idea for a business we could do for our business um, class. And I thought about a conversation I had with my mom in 2012 when she wanted to start a menstrual cup business, but she didn't feel like it was the right time, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought we're in an era of social impact, people embracing new period products. Um, Why don't I sell menstrual cups? And, you know, I researched this um, and I found a few issues with um, period poverty. You know, this affects, this is a serious issue across the globe but it's something that affects a lot of women in New Zealand. One in every five New Zealanders struggle to afford period products, right? 
Right. Then I dug even deeper and I found that existing menstrual cup options were very expensive and really unattainable for middle to lower income users. And it really established menstrual cups as a luxury product rather than rather than a necessity, right? Everyone right. has the right to a dignified period. And if you price menstrual cups so high, not everyone's going to be able to afford it, right? And you know, the cost of buying pads and tampons monthly can be expensive for some people. Definitely. And and definitely I've always been passionate about environmentalism and sustainability. So running Morocco menstrual cups really combine these three things, um, have people having access to sustainable period products at an affordable price and trying to eliminate period poverty in society. So our mission is to sell affordable, sustainable and cost-effective period products to counter the issue of menstrual taboo and period poverty in society. So we've really done that where we work with organizations um, we work with organizations that provide people with period products and our goal is to get them out at an affordable price so that everyone can access menstrual cups. Wow. That's powerful. Thank you. That's awesome. And I love that you, you know, you have such an interesting background and like you were saying, you had that conversation with your mom. So like, that's, that's so awesome. Like where you're at right now and like all the research you must have have to had to have done to come up with the idea. And, and I'm sure that there was so many factors that went into it and period poverty. I definitely want to get into that. So what would you say is like your inspiration for the company, like your personal inspiration? I've always been really into gender equity, gender equality, and I wanted to make a business that can really help women. Yeah. Um, and really help women have a dignified period. My personal experience is that I've always wanted to try a menstrual cup. I've always felt like these, I've heard about the, I heard about these options when I was a teenager, well, I'm still a teenager, but when I was 16, um, but I didn't really know where to find these, um, where to find these products. They weren't really mainstream. So I decided to start my own company where I could use this as a platform to make it more mainstream particularly targeting people who want to try it, but are a, quite confused or quite skeptical about trying a menstrual cup, don't want to spend too much on it and want to make an impact on the planet. And for example, our company does donations. We do, we, um, we've just started doing donations for menstrual cups. So we wanted to start a platform for people to connect and, and connect and end period poverty. Wow. That is, that's amazing. I mean, I love, I love like the core values that your company has. It sounds like you guys really just want, you know, the best for women and, and, and an option to, you know, use the menstrual cups. Um, so I've actually never used one. So I definitely would love to, you know, get one of your products. Do you happen to, um, ship all around the world? At the moment, we're just shipping in New Zealand, but if there is a big enough market overseas, then 100% we will look into that. And that's what we want to do. We want to reach an overseas market because while New Zealand is absolutely amazing for embracing menstrual cups, we want to see other countries get on board, particularly adopting Morocco menstrual cups, because we feel like we've got a really good product at a really good price. Right. Definitely. And I, I loved your website. Um, so I did look at one of the comments and it's um, the Morocco means freedom of body and expression. And I found yeah. that super cool. Did you 
by chance like choose that name or like like explain the name of the company a little bit. Yeah. Um. So when I just started my business at 16, I was doing like a random letter thing, you know, choosing random letters. And I yeah. came across the word Morocco. And it, as you said, it means freedom of body and expression, um, embracing fem- um, feminism, gender equity. And embracing your body is something that we want to feel, feel comfortable in your body. It's something that we want people to feel when they use a menstrual cup not constrained by society's standards and really breaking the stigma of periods which is so prevalent still in society we're getting better I acknowledge that but we've got a long way to do particularly with sustainable products which have so much misconceptions so the name Morocco really encompasses what I want people to feel when they use menstrual cups just unconstrained free and able to embrace their periods because we understand that not everyone can have a great relationship with their periods you know it's you know we know that not everyone can feel in love with it because there are people that do have their struggles having periods but we want people to have the right to have a dignified period and not feel ashamed of this thing that comes monthly or however regularly you have your period right right and I feel like there is like a stigma on it as well as just like admitting to like maybe a male like oh yeah I have my period it like shouldn't be a shame and I think that in our society, it is like kind of shameful, even though, you know, every woman, woman on this planet, you know, will have their period at one time or another, you know, so it's, it's definitely like, it shouldn't be such a stigma on it, but I can see how it, it is. And it's, and I love that you're, you know, pushing to end that stigma. I think that's awesome. Um, so what would you say is like the benefits of a menstrual cup over like the, you know, t- pads or tampons? So many benefits. Um, so they're environmentally friendly. Our menstrual cups, Morocco menstrual cups last 10 years. So wow. you can think about all the savings you can get in that time period. For example, you save around 5,000 tons of landfill in the environment for 10 years, cutting carbon emissions, cutting waste, cutting plastic. For example, you don't have to use the wrap, the, um, the pads and tampons, plastic wrappings, which is 90% plastic, right? So you're right. saving your waterways, you're saving the environment. Um, you save money as well because the, the monthly cost of pads and tampons and liners really adds up when you think about it. So we've estimated that the saving to be, and we're talking New Zealand dollars here, $3,600 to $4,800 over that 10-year period for the average person. And that's a massive saving, right? That and totally is. And, you know, as well as saving money in your wallet, the environment, you're actually saving a lot of time. So I know that's the average time to take, um, um, change your pads and tampons is like two to three hours. Um, menstrual cups last four to eight hours without changing. And that can go longer depending on the flow or the length of your cycle. So if you're busy and you just don't want to go and change all the time, that is such a saving. It's such a saving on your time, especially if you're busy. Um, And and it's convenient. And, you know, if you're camping, if you're on a trip, you're on a plane, you're traveling, you don't have to constantly go to the the bathroom. Plus, I've noticed one thing, you know, there's no odor, right? So when, um, when the, you know, menstrual blood, um, is absorbed by the pads and tampons it does leave an odor it does um, and we th- and we tend to think that's the menstrual blood but it's actually not it's just your menstrual blood um, in contact with bleaches and other toxins which have which are quite um, prevalent on pads and tampons 
And when you, you realize when you use a menstrual cup that there's no odor um, and that, you know, it's, it's so much cleaner, if I'm being honest, there's nothing wrong with menstrual, but the whole process of um, just having your period is so much cleaner. And another thing we've noticed is that periods are shorter so that you feel like they're a lot shorter. Um, it may not be shorter, but it's that, that psychologically, you feel like it's shorter because you're changing, you're changing less. Um, and a menstrual cup can hold so much more milliliters than pads and tampons. So wow. convenient, environmentally friendly, economically friendly, um, and just con you know convenient. You know, there's right. just so much in one little product. There's just so much benefits. I love the sustainability and just the, like you were saying, there's so many benefits for just the earth alone. And then obviously for the, for the person. And, and I, I mean, you're really, you're really convincing. Like, I really want to go get one like right now. From your you should. I mean, I think a lot of people are, you know, they're quite scared about the few right. things I've heard is that I've heard a few things and I'll like to break them down. First off, a menstrual cup will get stuck. You've just got to make sure you have the right size. Um, and that, of course, that's experimentation. And that's where Morocco comes in. You know, you spend 20 New Zealand dollars on a cup you find that it doesn't fit it's so easy to just buy a size large because a you haven't spent so much money on it right um and then you know just make sure you have the right size um and it actually will not get stuck right because your cervix nothing's going through your cervix right, right? it's just sometimes it gets sucked in because of the size when people get the wrong sizing but don't be alarmed you're able to get that out Another thing we've heard is um, the myth around menstrual cups can take your virginity. Um, really? I've heard that. Yeah. Um, oh. So they say, you know, because it, because it, see, there's a misconception that it will tear the hymen. Um, the, so I like to explain it like, you know, virginity is a social construct. There's no such thing as virginity. That's yeah. just a social construct. And you know, the hymen can break for a number of reasons. Some people aren't even born with a hymen. Um, or it, that just, it's like a paper cut. The hymen's like a paper cut. It yeah. tears and then it reforms. You know, and the menstrual cups have nothing to do with virginity or anything like that. So no, it will not take your virginity because there's no, the hymen, again, is a social construct. That's a good way to put it. That totally is. So how do you, I know it says on your website, like the smaller ones are normally for, you know, a certain age range, or like if you're kind of like a, have a lighter flow and then you have a, a larger size, that's maybe if you have like a heavier flow. Um, yeah. I guess what is, is there any other factors of figuring out like what size someone would be if they were interested in buying one? Probably be the, you um, as you said, the flow, um, what and the flow, um, sometimes your body size, if that's what you feel. Um, yeah. If you have any underlying medical condition, if you've got endometriosis, perhaps you'd prefer a size large. Um, oh. But actually just what feels comfortable, really. You know, you may have all these factors, lighter flow, um, smaller body size. But if you prefer a size large, it's honestly what you prefer, and what feels comfortable. So the end goal of a menstrual cup is throughout the day to not feel it. And if you're feeling, if you've got all these factors and you've got a size small, it doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel comfortable, just get a size large. Um, sometimes if someone's given birth, um, vaginally, we've suggested a size large, but again, it's just all about the person. Each size is individual. It's all about what you prefer. Gotcha. 
That's very interesting. So now I'm curious about how you wash it and like, how do you like, you empty it and then like walk me through what happens after. So we suggest that people who use menstrual cups wash it um, before they cycle and before they before they cycle. Sometimes people like to do it um, within their cycle or even every day. For example, if your cycle's five days, you can wash it every day. And at the end of your cycle to be placed in the container that Moroccan menstrual cups offer. We offer like a reusable case that people can use time and time again. So how we suggest people wash it is that they put it in, um, there's two ways that we suggest. You put it on the stove in boiling water and you boil it and disinfect it for two minutes. or you can put it in a plastic container in water in the microwave for about three to four minutes. So this really disinfects the cup and keeps it clean, keeps it fresh. Um, And see, that's just how simple it is to clean a menstrual cup. At the moment, we don't do washes. Um, Personally, I wouldn't advocate for washes because there could be, um, you know, um, chemicals in that that might um, might irritate you. But I'd just suggest simple, just use some water, boiling water, clean it, and then you're done with your cycle. So it's no mess. You don't have to clean up, essentially. It's just just a very clean period. Wow. It seems so like, it sounds so great. Like, I I really want to try it and easy. I know. It is really great, you know, because I I use my Moroccan menstrual cups and I just find it so much easier during my period. You know, it's just more convenient. I don't even feel like I've got my period. Um, but again, that's just my story. I wouldn't, other people have different stories. Right. Definitely. Everyone's got their, their own cycle. That's for sure. Um, now let me ask you this. Is there a possibility? Like, I know some people were curious about like toxic shock, toxic shock syndrome. syndrome, Um, is that like a factor in cups? Look, there's like always a factor of toxic shock syndrome, but it's very much reduced um, with a menstrual cup because the the toxic shock syndrome comes when the, you know, there's a level of heat, you know, when the tampon gets in contact with the skin and you don't change your, um, how do I explain it? It's kind of like the blood is in contact with the, the cotton and it's sort of in a warm area. And thus you get, you can, you put yourself at risk of TSS. With right. the menstrual cup, the blood doesn't actually get in contact with the skin. For example, the only time the menstrual cup is touching the inside is with the rim. Right. So what people, so toxic shock syndrome, the menstrual cup holds the flow rather than absorbs it like a pad. So mm-hmm. there's no one, so you empty the, the blood rather than it being absorbed and you throwing it away. So the risk is very low with toxic shock syndrome, but just make sure to change your menstrual cup often and just be hygienic with your menstrual cup. Definitely. And how many hours, like average, can you leave it in for, would you say? I suggest four to eight hours, but you know, you can change it more often if you feel like it just, you know, depends on how heavy your flow is. Right, um, right. How busy you are, but just make sure, Just I just suggest to avoid Um, any infections or toxic shock syndrome, just change it um, regularly. Gotcha. Okay. So now let's get into the period poverty, because it sounds like you have a lot of knowledge on this and I'm, I've heard about it. Like I've, you know, mentioned it to a few of my girlfriends to see if, you know, they knew anything about it, but I feel like it is kind of like a 
something that a lot of people are not aware of. Um, so tell us what it is and, and any information that you can give about it. Yeah, so period poverty is the term to describe the circumstances in which someone cannot afford period products. And this can come in the form of many forms, right? Um, people, people being unable to afford the monthly cost of pads and tampons, which can be around, I'm talking New Zealand dollars here, around five to six dollars. And that may seem like a low cost for some people, but it can really add up um, over time, especially if you've got a big family, particularly of people who menstruate. Um, and period poverty can lead to terrible, um, terrible things like some people having reported using toilet paper, plastic bags, socks um, as alternatives or being unable to afford pads and tampons. And it really stops people, hinders opportunities for people going to school, seeking opportunities because they have to stay at home because they can't afford period products. That's why we sell menstrual cups because it eliminates the, the cost of having to buy these pads and tampons. It's more convenient and people are not, people, it can just eliminate female people missing out on opportunities. Right. Period poverty is quite a serious issue. And the reason we don't hear a lot about it um, is because it's seen as the, the woman's issue. Um, it's quite a silent issue. No one wants to talk about it. It's, it's like the sense of shame. How I like to describe it for people who may have not experienced having no period products is, um, have you ever been in the toilet um, and you get your period suddenly or you're at an event or you're at school or at your work and you get your period suddenly and you don't have period products? Um, and you get into that sense of panic, like, oh, no, there's no one I can ask. I'm too ashamed to ask for pads. And you're having to get the toilet paper in the bathroom if you have access to a bathroom and put it in, in your underwear. Um, just imagine that monthly, monthly, particularly for young people who are having to experience this, having to feel the sense of shame that they can't afford period products, feeling like they'll, it'll leak, um, particularly um, if you've got cramps or any other um symptoms of your period there's a sense of shame that I can't afford period products and I can't go to school I can't go to work and that's really period poverty is not being able to afford period products when you really need it and I think it establishes this elitism in our society only the few can afford period products particularly menstrual cups which are very very heavily priced um, and just gender equity where this issue is not being seen um, in terms of tampon tax, um, all of these things, these are, these are gender, this is a gender issue um, that needs to be solved. Yeah, it's definitely an inequality in society where people are just unable to afford period products, which is a human right. You know, everyone has the right to a dignified period. Everyone has the right to have affordable period products. I totally agree with you. And, and it is sad to think about like, you know, when you're in that situation and just someone having to deal with that, you know, every single month. And, um, you know, I really feel for those people. And, and is there like, I bet there, there's some donations that people, if they um, are interested in helping out, do you know of any um, donations that people can help out? Um, well, there's some amazing organizations that I've been working with. So in New Zealand, I know of the Period Place. They're an organ they're one of the biggest um, NGOs that distribute period products in New Zealand. Um, and they've distributed to a number of people who need period products. I know of um, Indo Warriors Oteroa, which I supply menstrual cups to. 
who have worked with a number of people um, who need period products. Um, I know of a few other organizations that I don't work with. Dignity in New Zealand um, um, does a buy one, give one scheme for people, and they team up with businesses and organizations to get menstrual cup, um, excuse me, period products out there. Um, and there are a lot of other menstrual cup brands who do this, but for Morocco menstrual cups, we're really, we love to do donations and we love yeah. to do donations to women's refuges, organizations that work with women, but we also like to donate them to the period place and endo warriors. So definitely <laughs> go with us, um, yes, absolutely. but also support these amazing, definitely support these other organizations that get period products out there to women. Um, and I've actually seen them in action, um, seen them distribute period products. And there is a lot of demand for people wanting affordable period products. Wow. That is, I mean, I, I feel for those people. I, I can't even imagine being in that situation. And I definitely, I definitely want to donate to those causes. Cause I think that this is a, a bigger issue that, I mean, we're, you know, we're talking about it right now and I know a lot of people will listen to this. So definitely kind of getting the word out there that this is an issue. It's all around the world, you know, like people, you know, like you were saying, they deserve to have the correct um, period products for, you know, being a woman and, 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 and having that opportunity to, you know, so, um, yeah. So, how do you factor in sustainability in your company? And I know, and I want to hear about like the, what the um, menstrual cups are made out of and all that stuff. So menstrual cups are made of um, medical grade silicon and they're made from silica, which can be a biodegradable material from the earth's crust. Um, so our material is very sustainable. Um, how else do we use sustainability? We provide a, um, as well as providing a reusable product that lasts in years, our case is made from reusable plastic, which people can use throughout their cycle. So what we've noticed from other menstrual cup brands is that they put it in a cardboard box, have their instruction, and then people just chuck it out. Um, and we've, we've really wanted to do something different where we provide a case for people to put their menstrual cup in between their cycles with good care, of course. Um, mm. And that eliminates the, the cardboard waste that goes in from the packaging of menstrual cups. So that should last around two to three years with very good care. Um, wow. And that can be used in your bag. Um, and how else do we use sustainability? Um, our labels are quite waste-free. Um, so they're quite biodegradable. And yeah, um, we've actually been nominated for a sustainability award in this New Zealand award ceremony called Girls in Business um, for a business that is demonstrated sustainability and sustainable practices. So that that's, is um, so we're really, so menstrual cups in itself are quite sustainable right. in that they last 10 years. Um, and, to, and even um, getting rid of a menstrual cup, you just throw, I know this might seem a bit strange, but you actually can throw it in a fire. Um, and oh. it's... Um, and it just disintegrates. So wow. again, it's not like pads and tampons, which stay in the environment for about four, 400 to 600 years. You can just oh get rid God. of it. I think one of the things Morocco is really trying to do is we're trying to do, get into innovation and we're trying to do, um, we're really trying to invent a new type of menstrual cup, which is one that's made from biodegradable, recyclable materials. However, that's a very much a work in progress for the future. And we'd love yeah. for people to join us on our journey when we do when we do invent 
you know, that's a very much a material menstrual cup. Wow. That's impressive. I mean, I would love to do that. Oh my goodness. I'd love to do that. I've never seen it before. That's that would be really, really cool. That would be. Um, Yeah. So I know you mentioned at the beginning, like your, you and your mom, your mom, you said your mom originally wanted to start the, like the company. And then you kind of were talking about it. Um, So what is like your inspiration for helping women? Just, I've always been in a household where gen- where gender equity has been at the forefront of me being raised. No one has told me my gender has been a barrier to achieving my goals and creating opportunities for myself. And I want every woman to have those opportunities to empower themselves and work towards their goals, whatever it is, and really have a choice on how they live their lives. Because feminism, and the idea of feminism is about choice and everyone should have the right to live how they, they want and how they choose and embrace every opportunities that come to them, however they see fit and however they embrace those opportunities. So that's really been my personal um, um, relationship with gender equality and just seeing all these amazing women um, achieve all these great good things um you know seeing all these amazing ceos of companies um but as well as seeing you know the average person um, make such a contribution is is amazing that's awesome that's so inspiring and and i love that you just like went for it like you you it sounds like you really wanted to start this company and you're you yeah. know putting hard work to make it happen and i think that's super super inspiring so kudos to you for for doing it you know Thank you. I would love to see, um, I know that in New Zealand, you know, women at the forefront of entrepreneurship and innovation, um, but I do feel like sometimes women hesitate to start businesses because it's definitely, or organizations, because it can be a double standard. For example, if you quote unquote fail, um, you're judged, you feel like you, as though you're judged more harshly. Um, but I'd love to see, um, I'm just loving seeing this, these amazing women being trailblazers in business. Science, STEM, arts, just inspiration and media. Oh goodness, it's amazing to see. Yes, I completely agree. Like I love, I love when I see like a CEO or you know someone running a company. It's like that's what we need because some people are afraid to like stand up for what they believe in, or they're afraid Mm -hmm. that they're gonna, you know, their voice is not gonna be heard. And I feel like, you know fighting that and really being like no I can do this and I'm going to do this and I have all these goals and you know I'm gonna make them happen I feel like that's what we need in this world is is inspiring women to to push that and and really just empowered you know oh yeah yeah no it's it's been we're getting there we're definitely making great strides but I think there's so much more opportunities for women particularly in so many areas definitely I love that um, so I do have some listener questions for you. Cool. All right. So the first one is um, a woman at a woman asked, how do you shop for a cup when your cervix are high? Does that have like a factor in choosing a cup? So it depends on the sizes. For example, how high your cervix is, you can either choose a size small or size large. But okay. again, that doesn't really determine anything. It will again, depend on your comfort levels. Um, the comfort. comfortable and I think the goal is to experiment for example, okay, that's fair. experiment with sizes even experiment with brands for example if one brand's not working for you perhaps go to another brand I advocate for Morocco menstrual cups of course but again it will depend on your comfort levels 
Gotcha. Okay. That's a good, good advice. Um, someone else asked, do they fall out and how do they stay in? Maybe we can get into it. I've heard that before. So menstrual cups have a suction method, right? So they stick to the, they stick to the cervical walls, um, the vaginal walls. Um, so they don't like, it shouldn't shift. Sometimes the cervix can move when you're on your first or second day of your cycle, but it stick, it hugs the vaginal walls. So when you take it out, make sure not to just yank it out, make sure to let the air out, let the air out at the base, right? So it comes out smoothly. And because it's such a, because it has a suction method, it shouldn't leak at all. Wow. That's cool. It should fall out. If it's falling out, you've either got a small size small. Right. Gotcha. Um, do they hurt taking in or out? Or they shouldn't, right? Right. Um, you've just again you've got to make sure you have the right size. If it's too big, it will hurt. Gotcha. Um, and you've also, you've also got to make sure you relax because those muscles are tight. Nothing's getting through them if you don't want to let them through. Right. Um, You've just got to make sure to relax. Um, some people use lubricant. Um, some people use water. Oh, For true. your first time, I would suggest doing it in the shower because you're able to relax and you're able to just get into a squat position just to right. make sure it doesn't hurt. If it's hurting, you haven't put it in right. Just think of it like that. That's a good advice for sure. Now, do you recommend people standing or sitting when they put it in? Depends on the person. Um, I suggest squatting. Okay. But, you know, you can do it however you feel. Um, there's some positions, like you can do a squat or you can put your foot on, if you're in a, like, if you have a bathtub or a toilet, maybe not the toilet, but put it on the um, bathtub just to get a good position yeah. and really gotcha. been able to insert properly. Got it. Okay. Um, this is kind of a funny question. Can you go yeah. number two with it in? Again, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Um, if you're pushing a lot, um, I would suggest maybe taking it out just for hygiene okay. reasons. I'm um, just giving it a wash, then reinserting it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I would suggest taking it out. It's kind of hard to do it with a number two. Um, <laughs> but again, you could say that for tampons. You could say that for tampons as well. You could say That's that for true. That's um, just take, I would say I would suggest taking it out um, just for hygiene reasons. And for gotcha. comfort because it can it can slip up because you're pushing against right now it might come up that makes sense um and how or what year did you start the company i started the company initially in 2019 but we've really started to take off because i'm not in high school anymore i'm in university so okay. i really started i would probably argue this is our first year seriously operating so founded in 2019, really getting it off in 2021. Wow, that's awesome. Good for you. I mean, this is this is so inspiring to me and and just hearing you oh, talk about you. like your passion for this and like helping w- women and and just really oh yeah um, explaining everything so nicely. So really kudos to you and and keep doing your thing, girl, because you oh. are killing it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. All right. So it's time for a game. Cool. We are going to play this or that. Um, so I'm just going to give you two options and you just choose whichever one, you know, you like more. All right. So the first yeah. one, veggies or fruit? I'm a vegetarian. So I'm going to have to go, oh, it's so hard. I'm going to have to, I'm a, I'm a veggie girl all the way, but I do love my smoothies and my like fruit tarts now and then. 
Love it. Um, would you prefer pizza or pasta? Oh no, this is so hard. Pasta all the way, spaghetti. I mean, it's well, just amazing. You made this so hard. Um, gotta do pasta, all particularly right. spaghetti. I'm a spaghetti fan. Love it. Um, cake or pie? Cake. Cake. It depends on the pie. Cake. True. I'm a chocolate. I'm a chocolate cake fan. So oh, cake. I love chocolate. It's my favorite. Uh, do you prefer online shopping or in-person shopping? I mostly do online shopping now just because we're in COVID. New Zealand's in a semi-lockdown at the moment. Um, and also I'm able to get clothes from overseas, get um, get a bigger range because it's quite small in New Zealand to get clothes. So online for me. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, would you rather have a personal housekeeper or a personal chef? Personal chef. Because, you know, it's easy to clean the house sometimes, depending on um, how you feel. Right. But, um, personal because, it's, you know, that's that's about food and right. about having different meals every day. I mean, it's easier to clean the house than cook a meal sometimes, depending on who you are. So personal shift for me. Love it. Would you rather create a new holiday or create a new language? Hmm. I'm going to have to go with language because languages can stand the test of time, depending if they're lost or not. So languages are intergenerational. Um, they have cultures, um, they have culture embedded in it. They've got even the environment. Um, they really reflect the time and they evolve. So languages, 100%. Languages stand the test of time. Love it. That's a good answer. All right. If you had to choose between living in space or living under the sea, what would you choose? Living in space. Because I just, I've always, I mean, who doesn't want to go to space? You see all these space movies. I mean, it, you do, it does live in your fantasies now and then. Yes, it would be super cool. I totally agree. All right. What about flowers or chocolate? Chocolate. Um, flowers, you know, they're beautiful in the ground. I feel quite bad picking them because this, I love flowers to grow rather than just be cut at the stem and then yes. hinder their growth. The chocolate. But again, Depends. I'm a very much a dark chocolate fan. So dark chocolate. I love dark chocolate. That's my favorite. Mm, same. Um, sunrise or sunset? Mm, I do like a sunset. I do love seeing the sun go down. Um, you know, and it's beautiful. night. But again, I'm not. I'm not adverse to a sunrise. But I don't want to wake up that early. <laughs> the sunset. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that would be my. Um, all right, last one is, would you rather visit Hawaii or visit Europe? I live on an island already, so probably have to go with Europe. But again, it would depend where in Europe. That's true. Yeah. Have you ever been to I Europe? I mean, I'd love to. I haven't been to Europe. No. I mean, I'd love to go. I plan to go around. Um, I want to go to Germany one day on an exchange for university. But again, our borders are shut no opportunities at the moment so oh, gotcha. one day one, one day. day one day we'll go that's awesome all right so tell us where or tell my listeners where they can connect with you i would suggest connecting with me on facebook please follow my instagram i'm starting a i'm doing some campaigns around period equity how to use a menstrual cup um follow our twitter i mean we're starting to get there um, with our twitter but please follow us um, yeah, and just follow our social medias, um, go on our website, really connect with us. Perfect. We've got a website launch happening around 
December and January. And we've got a really big giveaway happening. So please connect with us there for oh, the December cool. period. And so, what is your um, handle on Instagram? So it's at Morocco Menstrual Cups. Perfect. So it's awesome. just, just Morocco Menstrual Cups. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was so much fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I love the, I love the questions at the end. Quite fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for sharing your knowledge and all about your business. It was such a pleasure. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Shwari. That was so much fun to pick her brain and hear all about her menstrual cup company. I hope you guys learned something and definitely check out her website and her Instagram. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of My Naked Mindset. Please connect with me on all of my socials and definitely email me if you want to be a guest on the podcast or if you want to hear me talk about uh, a certain topic. My email is mynakedmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.